So hello, welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Ben Hughes. I'm one of the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and one of the creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com and you'll see all the details on that page. In today's episode, I'm going to be revealing the number one secret to drop two dress sizes in 2022. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. So firstly, we hope you had a good Christmas. Um, We hope your January is going well. But if you're anything like the women who have been signing up to our Fit Over 40 program this week or in this month, there's a chance you may have a few extra pounds to lose in 2021, uh, or 2022, sorry. And uh, most people tend to start a new fitness program in January. They tend to start doing something to try and see some results before summer, thinking, you know, new me, uh, new year, new me, and all of that, which is great. And we love that enthusiasm. But I speak to so many women in their 40s and 50s who start out with loads of motivation only to fall off track after the first few weeks of the year. Maybe you're in that situation at the moment. Maybe you've found that you're not quite seeing the results that you wanted to see. And one of the main reasons that this happens is because um, just when you're not seeing a lot of results in the mirror, it's easy to lose focus and it's easy to give up. And nothing is more frustrating than spending all week on a new diet plan only to step on, step on the scales and see zero movement for all of your hard work. And this usually happens because changing hormones and high stress levels can make it more difficult for women over 40 to see results with the normal kind of diet plans, slimming clubs, etc. And this leaves so many women stuck and feeling like they're unable to lose weight dreading shopping for clothes, especially after Christmas, because nothing seems to fit quite right anymore, especially around the middle area, choosing what to wear to cover up problem areas instead of wearing the things they like, worrying about their weight spiraling out of control, and that they'll never be able to lose that weight again. And that's a never, never really a nice place for anyone to be in. But luckily, there is a way for women over 40 to drop two dress sizes in as little as 12 weeks. And this is exactly what we do inside our Fit Over 40 program. And in today's podcast, I'm going to break down the exact strategies that we use with our clients to help them turn it all around, get the scales moving, get that weight off, and then keep that weight off for life as well. So first of all, then, the number one secret to drop two dress sizes in 2022 is possibly not what you think but it might be a little bit different for some people than it is for others. So those, the first thing to remember is there's no one size fits all solution and that's something that you should be very wary of. So, you know, the, what's gonna work for you may be completely different to what's gonna work for one of your friends, what's gonna work for one of your kids, what's gonna work for your partner. You need the approach that's gonna work best for you. And what that solution depends on often comes down to what is the number one thing that you struggle with. So the two biggest ones that we see are firstly, people being really consistent, following the diet, following the plan, but not seeing results in the mirror. And the second thing is not actually being consistent in the first place to be able to see those results. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna tackle those one at a time. But if you're in the first group then, so if you're being consistent but you're not seeing results, then the secret for 2022 is going to be all about figuring out why you're not seeing those results. And this could be for a number of different reasons. So the first reason that, that could that can impact this is your hormones. So physical and hormonal changes can start up to five to 10 years before clinical menopause. So clinical menopause defined as like the day, I think it's one year 
from your last period. It's like your official clinical merit menopause. But up to five to 10 years before this point, physical and hormonal changes can start to happen, which can lead to things like a heightened stress response, which can lead to changing levels of progesterone and estrogen, which can lead to things like joint aches, joint pains, changes to metabolism. And the result of all of these things is it can make it much easier to gain weight, especially gaining weight around the middle, and much more difficult to lose that weight again with the kind of normal dieting approaches. And this leaves many women stuck and unable to see results. So the solution to this problem of hormones is rather than just taking a general fitness approach, which is designed to work for your average dieter, and let's face it, most diet plans out there are just designed to work for your average kind of 20, 30 something person, men, man or woman. Um, instead, you wanna choose an approach specifically designed for women over 40, which will work with your changing hormones rather than against them. And the key things to look out for when you're finding that approach specific to women over 40 are one, low impact weight-based workouts, which are not gonna overstress the body, which is really, really important when you're over 40. And then a sensible nutrition approach, which doesn't involve anything too extreme or too restrictive, because again, that can overstress the body and it can stop you from seeing the results you're after. So keeping stress levels low is also really important, and I'm gonna cover that in more detail later. But the first thing then, if you're being consistent, not seeing results, is to just make sure you're following an approach which addresses where you are now in terms of your age and your hormones, and you'll be much more likely to succeed. The second thing, so if you're being consistent, not seeing results, the second thing that can catch you out is portion sizes. So it's possible, a lot of people tell me, you know, oh, I eat really healthy, but I'm just not seeing results. And the reality is it is possible to eat really healthy foods, but still be eating too many calories per day. And this can happen, um, for example, if people are serving up dinner and kind of serving everybody the same portion. So you'll see women who serve themselves a portion, they serve their partner the same portion. So they're ending up eating the same amount of food as their partner. And the problem with this is, let's say, you know, your partner might be a, a man who's like six foot four and a lot bigger. He's gonna be able to eat a lot more food than say a woman who's like five foot five and a lot smaller in terms of kind of the muscle mass and their metabolism. Um, the other thing that people run into is eating the same as they used to when they were younger or the same as they used to when they were more active. Now, you can't escape the basic science of weight loss. So calories, people people kind of get worried about tracking, counting calories, those types of things. Reality is calories are, calories are just a measure of how much energy is in food and how much energy is in drink. And you must consume the right amount of calories consistently over the whole week in order to lose weight. So you need to take in not too much and you need to take in not too little. You need to get just the right amount for you. And this number is unique to you and it must take into account your current age, current hormonal situation, um, as well as your height, your muscle mass, previous dieting history, any other kind of medical factors. So this needs to be specific to you. So the solution to this is to base your portions on all of those factors to make sure that they're right for you and right for your body as it is now in order to see good results. And just side note, this doesn't mean you have to starve yourself. Um, we always recommend like a moderate approach is good. It's not doesn't generally work very well to cut your calories down really, really low because it's just not sustainable. But the key thing is getting those portion sizes right for you and your body and where you are right now. So the third thing that can happen if you're being consistent and not seeing results, there's the third thing that can block you from seeing those results is alcohol. So it's also possible to eat really healthy and to not eat too much. So to get the calorie tracking right, get all of that right, 
but then to also consume lots of alcohol on top of that, which can then put the brakes on your progress. So alcohol does contain quite a lot of calories. So pure alcohol contains seven calories per gram. Carbs contain four calories per gram. Fat contains nine calories per gram. Protein also contains four calories per gram. So alcohol is somewhere in between carbs, like protein and carbs and fats in terms of calories. So it's, it's up at the higher end of the spectrum. Um, but the thing with alcohol is those alcohol calories you don't tend to notice them going in. Like, there can be quite a lot of, for example, a glass of wine, maybe a couple of hundred calories, but um, I'll do do an example with a whole bottle. If you had a whole bottle of wine, the whole bottle of wine is 700 calories of food. That's equivalent to, say, three large jacket potatoes. And everyone thinks, you know, oh, potatoes are lots of carbs, that'll be bad. The reality is, like, if you took your dinner and then you added three jacket potatoes onto your dinner, it's probably going to be quite difficult to fit those jacket potatoes in to actually stomach all of those jacket potatoes alongside your regular dinner. If you take your dinner and you have an entire bottle of wine, so that's going to be three large glasses of wine, you're probably going to be able to drink that wine with the food. It's almost going to sort of wash it down. Like it's not, it's not that that wine actually fills you up. It's not that that wine actually makes you feel any more full but it still contains the same amount of calories as those large jacket potatoes. So it's the problem with alcohol is those calories can kind of sneak in without you, with you almost not realizing that you've taken in those additional calories. So alcohol is another thing to really, really watch out for. And it just needs to be taken in moderation and fit in with everything else we've talked about. So with those portion sizes and we're doing an approach that works perfectly for your hormones. Um, the other thing with alcohol as well, is it will make the side effects of hormonal changes um, related to menopause much worse so if you're already experiencing impacts due to that they can be made worse if you're also consuming too much alcohol so the fourth factor that can make a difference if you're being consistent but not seeing results is what you do on the weekend so a lot of people are able to stick to healthy eating and healthy exercising in the week but as soon as they come to the weekend it all goes to pot suddenly they eat too much they drink too much they undo all the progress that they've made in the week and that can be easily done if you've made the wrong choices with food um, and this can lead to a cycle of thinking, you know, oh, I'll start again on Monday. So every weekend it's, I'll start again on Monday, you know, oh, well, I'll just do what I want this weekend. And I'll start again on Monday. And then that repeats itself over and over again. You start on Monday, maybe Monday goes well, Tuesday goes well, Wednesday goes well, you get to Thursday and you think, and you kind of go a bit off track by Friday, you're completely off track Saturday and Sunday again, completely off track. And then it's, I'll start again on Monday over and over and over and over again. When that leaves people in the situation where they do feel like they're dieting constantly, but they're not getting any results in the mirror as a result. So it's a situation where you, you're kind of having to put the effort in, but you're getting nothing in return from all of that effort. So the solution to this, the key thing again, is the total amount that you eat over the week. So if you eat the right amount of food and you do enough exercise, you will lose weight, you will see the results you want. And this can either be done by either eating slightly less food, um, sorry, eating slightly less in the week, to allow for more food and allow for more drink and flexibility at the weekend, or just monitoring your food intake at the weekend, but being still being flexible with food choices so that you can indulge, but not overindulge. Um, so overall, it's it's really just about being able to control your food choices, not only in the week, but over the weekends as well. Now, that's kind of the first group of people then. So the first thing to look at if you're being consistent and not seeing results, number one, your hormones, number two, portion sizes, number three, alcohol intake, and number four, what you're doing at the weekends. But then there's also a second camp of people who are not able to be consistent enough to see results in the first place. Some of which we've already covered, 
but there's a couple more things that we haven't really covered. So consistency is key to seeing good results. And in our experience, it's one of the main reasons that people struggle to get the scales moving. So the two problems that can impact your consistency are number one, giving up or giving into the I deserve a treat voice in your head. Now, it's very, very easy to fail alone. So if you're in an isolated environment where it's just you, you're thinking, I'm going to try and lose weight, you're doing that by yourself. It's very, very easy to fail on your own. Because when you have a tough week at work, um, you know, it's cold, it's dark, you want to come home and you want to comfort eat and drink a bottle of wine. What happens if you've got nobody to answer to, then most likely you turn back to that old habit, you pop the bottle of wine, open the bag of crisps, open the chocolate, and before you know it, you've eaten all that stuff and all of the hard work work from that week is undone and you end up back at square one. Because there's there's nobody there to say, you know, do you really want to do that? Are you sure you want to do that? And there's nobody that you've got to report back to and say, do you know what, I did mess up. You're, it's all on you. And if you're not amazing at keeping yourself accountable, some people are like they can, put, can keep themselves perfectly on track. But in my experience, very small percentage of people are able to do that by themselves especially if you've tried and failed and struggled in the past. So the solution to this is just to get some external accountability. So every single week we have catch-up calls with clients and you know they, they, tell, they tell me on those calls most of the time that they stuck to it all, even when things are really stressful, just because they knew that they had that call booked in and they knew that they were going to have to say to me, here's how the week went. They didn't want to say to me, do you know what, Ben, I failed this week. I drank three bottles of wine and I ate crisps every night and I had two bars of chocolate. They didn't want to have to say that. They didn't want to face that kind of embarrassment of almost telling me that. And therefore, they stuck on track because they wanted to be able to report back to me and tell me how well that they'd done. And analogy is, it's kind of like having a boss at work. So you know, you know you've got this, you've got a job at work, you've got a boss. Because you've got those two things, knowing that you've got to report that work back to your boss, you've got to report what you've done it means that you show up to work every day, you get the work done, even when you don't feel like it some days. And I, I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this podcast, you know, um, you do, I imagine you've managed to get your work done at work. And it's just about creating the same situation when it comes to your health and fitness. So having somebody that you need to report back to, having that external accountability there. And if you can be consistent with your work, you can also be consistent with your fitness. It just, it's just applying those principles to a different situation. And then the final thing that can that can impact people uh, in terms of consistency is stress. So even with accountability, it is possible for stress to cause things to unravel, which can lead to then being sat on the sofa, bag of crisps, a packet of chocolate, bottle of wine, and it can lead to waking up tired and hungover and then a weekend of eating and drinking rubbish as a result. And once it's hit that point, you know, you get really, really stressed, you're tempted to hit that, that fuck it button and say, you know, it's too late. Once you get to that point, it's usually too late. So what we recommend instead is just trying to reduce those stress levels proactively and regularly. And our clients do this using a powerful daily mindset routine called the stress shield. Now, one of the reasons it's so important to reduce stress, especially as a woman over 40, is because as everybody gets older, your response to stress increases. So for the amount of stress that you have in your job, you'll experience a greater release of the stress hormone cortisol as a result of that stress. As you get older, that increase of cortisol gets higher and higher for both men and women. But for, for women specifically, that increase in stress, it increases three times more than it does for men. So for women, it's even more important that you, that you 
try and reduce your stress levels as much as possible, especially because if you have elevated cortisol, which is the stress hormone, it can again cause your body to want to hold on to and retain extra weight and make it difficult to lose that extra weight, especially from around the middle area. So what we do with our clients then, the stress shield routine, uh, something that takes less than 10 minutes per day and just helps to sort of dissipate that stress proactively before it becomes a problem. So we try to keep that stress under control. This then in turn stops people from turning to food, stops people from turning to alcohol and means that they can stay consistent. And you can think about this a bit like pulling the plug on a bath. So if you were to run the taps into your bath full power and imagine that you don't have one of those little overflow things as well, just for the sake of this, uh, this podcast, um, if you never pull the plug out, eventually the water will just flow and it will go over the top of the bath, flood the bathroom and cause you all sorts of terrible problems in your house until the ceiling eventually falls through. But if you pull that plug out regularly and you let some of the water out, it's like you never let the water level get too high and it never causes issues. And it's exactly the same thing with stress. If each day you, do, you pull the plug out for a little bit for those 10 minutes, reduce your stress level a bit, you can keep that under control and then it's like 10 times easier to stay on track and to keep seeing results. So those are all the strategies. So I'll run through them again. So if you're being consistent but not seeing results, look at your hormones, portion sizes, alcohol, and what you do at the weekends. Whichever one of those you think is the, you know, the biggest problem for you, I'd focus on that one first. And if you do struggle with consistency, the two things that you can look at are number one, how are you dealing with your stress? What can you do to reduce your stress levels? And number two, what accountability can you put in place to help yourself stay on track? Now that accountability could be from, it could be from a coach, it could be from working with us in something like Fit Over 40, um, or it could be from somebody else. The problem with, let's say you're accountable to, for example, your partner or a friend. The problem with that is, if it's not somebody's job to keep you accountable, they might do it for a bit, but in my experience, usually a few weeks down the line, they may kind of stop doing it. And also if they're your friend or somebody who's like, or you know them quite well, they'll tend to sort of let you off the hook. They're not gonna be like really strict with you and make sure that they keep you on track and make sure that they keep you accountable all of the time. So I finally just wanna finish off with a short example. So I've got a case study here from one of our clients called Kay. Um, and she's just gonna tell you about her experience working with us and the kind of results she was able to achieve. So. She said, before joining Trinity, I was feeling in a quite dark, quite a dark place, literally. It was February. I had put on a lot of weight in the previous year, despite doctors making it very clear to me that I should be losing weight after spinal surgery. I had a gym membership, but found it impossible to make time to go. I was anxious about starting new exercises. I wasn't sure what my spine could deal with. Things were not going well at work. My boss was unhappy with my performance and I was prioritizing family, but this was taking a toll on me in terms of stress. I'd been a gym user and swimming on and off since I was a teenager. 30 years ago, I did dubious teenage dieting methods, for example, living on Rivita and Mongomite, not ideal, and flirted with proper eating disorders. 25 years ago, I did Weight Watchers plus rowing, lost weight, but a few years later, put it all back on again. 18 years ago, I lost weight again using a combination of my old Weight Watchers materials and consistent gym or swim routine. Found it difficult to keep the weight off over time. And then three years ago, I worked with a personal trainer who used resistance training plus clean eating, but not calorie counting. This was very effective for eight months or so, but I stopped the training because I had increasingly bad back pain. I kept up the eating rules for another nine to 12 months, but I eventually dropped them too and the weight piled back on. I knew from my personal history that an exercise regime based on resistance training would suit me and should get results. 
Although I wasn't sure how easy or safe it would be to do this in my own home. I was a bit skeptical or concerned about calorie counting as I have most recently had good results with a clean eating, not calorie counting system and didn't want to get into an eating disorder type mindset. Um, I'm still skeptical again based on personal history about keeping the weight off once I've lost it. But my three biggest wins from the program so far are number one, consistency pays off. Number two, defining short-term goals really is helpful towards long-term goals. And number three, I've lost 23 kilograms, so that's 3.5 stone. Because of my large frame, it's taken a long time for my weight loss to be really noticeable, even though I've now lost three and a half stone, but it is quite evident that I am a lot slimmer, particularly around the waist and hips, and all my clothes seem to be too big now. I'm very impressed with how my upper arms have changed. Although the circumference isn't that much smaller, there is a world of difference in terms of how toned they are, which is nice because they were not my favorite body part. I've increased the amount of weight I can carry, bought three new kettlebells since starting Trinity, heaviest to 24 kilos, and I'm a lot more confident about weight-bearing activity in my back than I was when I started, which has been good for my confidence. That said, I'm still extremely careful with my back and cautious about carrying heavy weights above waist level. For EG, I'm still only using 12 kilos for goblet squats. I think the Trinity mindset work and the general consistent routine has been really helpful to me through the ups and downs of, of the past year, combined with the general energy boost that comes from feeling healthy. In my family life, there is give and take to this. For example, my husband had to get used to me not being um, very available to the family three mornings a week due to workouts. But generally, I think everybody has benefited from me being in good health. So God, that's an amazing testimonial there from Kay. Just goes to show, you know, the type of results that you can see when you A, have the right type of approach and you can B, put that into action consistently and with that she was able to lose those three and a half stones so if you'd like more details about the exact program that she followed and just more information about working with us in general if you head to www.fit40info.com you can grab all of the details on that page so that's all i've got for you on today's podcast hopefully that's been helpful hopefully there's some good tips there that you can put into action don't remember to check out the uh, the details of the program www.fit40info.com and I'll catch you again on the next podcast. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.